0: Welcome to Took Talk, a video podcast by the band Took. We chat with the best in the music industry from yesterday and today with a focus on the good old days of Canadian rock. This episode originally streamed live on Tuesday, October 12th, 2021 on YouTube Live. Now, here are your hosts, Todd, Brent, Shane, and Corey. Bow, bow. yeah wow. hey everybody
1: oh my gosh welcome to
0: Duke talk we have episode a change of location 73 changeable 73 oh my god 73 really
2: yep. holy moly
0: so 73 holy episodes the and then add 6 to that because we did two guests per episode for the first 6 episodes Oh, that's so right yeah that's so yeah. right so this is mm. going to be our 79th guest oh my today. gosh mm. And you can tell yeah, Corey has a 100.
1: has a change of location. You're 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 away on location. I guess is what it is. I am not, on you're, location.
0: You're not in. in like the, I'm doing? Uh, not on set. You're like <laughs> no, exactly. Yeah. Looks like I'm about to do the news. And now for the news. <laughs> winter sports. Yeah, winter sports <laughs> with Corey Turco <Winter> <laughs> Oh, and as you can hear, everybody's, oh, in, everybody's in the room together, it. including oh, the is uh, that
3: Moz and Yoda? Get them in here. Get him in. Yoda, yeah. uh, in them
0: in. Yeah. I'm in Mammoth. Lakes, California.
1: So crazy. jealous. <laughs> How far is that from yeah. LA?
0: It's five hours. Oh, wow. Okay. So, five hour drive. How many of you are up there? It's just me and the dogs. Oh, wow. Yeah. We that's... did a camping trip on the way up. I don't know if anybody saw my Instagram post today. I did. It looked awesome. I did. To not, the Trona yeah. Pinnacles. Yeah. But crazy. I heard about we it. Camped in the car. And that's so uh, crazy. Isn't it getting kind of chilly in. for
1: that? or is it not too bad out there?
0: Um it was not too bad. It okay. was it was cool. Jackets for sure. Sure. And jackets for the dogs. But, you know, not bad enough that we couldn't stay out and look at stars for a long time.
2: Did you try mm-hmm. the and Tesla heater
0: at night? Um I did for a bit, but it was getting too hot and I actually rolled the windows down and and, and there's nobody around, so I wasn't worried about like someone like coming up to the car in the middle of the night or anything. It was literally like Nobody yeah, but, for like, but that's how a lot of on. horror movies start. You know, that's true. That's There's true. No wait, wait.
3: So you're you're camping with a Tesla? Think about that.
0: Yeah, <laughs> off road <laughs> because the the campsite was like four wheeling into the desert kind of thing. Damn.
1: Uh, so where are you charging? I guess you have some sort of
0: like. I charged before I got there. I Had lots of charge okay. by the time okay. I left. I bottomed out once. <laughs> oh really? Wow. I came over the crest of the hill and then it just went clunk. And I'm like, Ooh, that's not good. <laughs> <laughs> well, what are you gonna do?
2: Slice yeah. open the battery and light on fire. But, so uh... you have a mattress too, right, Corey? That...
0: Oh, you guys got really quiet all the... oh, Check one, two. Shane we got quiet. A... Am I quiet? Shane, you got quiet.
2: Check one, two. Yo, oh, you're, can you, you. Shane, you're on your
0: phone. <laughs> hand, <right? laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, sorry, Shane, what did you say? I have a mattress. Wait, so yes, I do.
2: You have a mattress specially designed for your Tesla. Hey,
0: I would like to oh, think it's specially designed, but we actually got it at Costco and it fit perfectly.
2: What do you mean it fit
1: perfectly? <laughs> How, where is it fitting in the Tesla? Like
0: in the well, when you fold the back seats down in, in the car, there's just this big space to put a mattress, and because it's a hatchback, you can just crawl in and close yeah, the okay. hatch, and and the whole roof is glass, so you can just look up at the stars if you want to. Wow. Um, yeah, so it's it's totally you might have sold happening. a you might have sold a Tesla or two during this conversation. You never know. Well, yeah, what was
2: your what was your shutter speed set at when you took that night shot of the Milky Way? Um, about
0: three seconds. Wow,
2: three second
0: exposure. Milky Way. now you start the the uh, stars start to get like jaggedy. Yeah. Or streaky. Yeah. I
2: can't wait to see the vlog.
0: <laughs> yeah, I took video of of the whole That's thing. Rad. I started putting it together and I realized what a terrible storyteller I am.
4: It's <laughs> <laughs> the hardest part, huh?
0: That's not true. That's not true at all. Yeah, but that's but uh, of course Moz and Yoda are the stars of the of the videos. But <clears throat> now 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 it looks
1: like now is that? My dog's guess, got like, jealous. That's Butters, right?
0: Buttercup. Hey,
1: but, my girl, yeah, there's Moz.
0: All right. Yeah. You you may know Moz from the "When I'm With You" video. She. That's you know, right. That She's in one of me In the start yeah. of the video. Hi, everybody.
1: She stayed everybody. at the Casa uh, de it many times. She stayed over here many times. <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> Dog <laughs> drum solo.
4: <laughs>
1: <laughs> she loves it. You can tell. She's like, "What is happening? Why is this happening? Why does he keep doing that?" Butters,
3: oh, Corey's dogs are good though because they they're adapters. Corey brings They them are adapters. Yeah, Road trips. Them, and there's Yoda. Yeah, yeah Yoda. Yoda. Here's Yoda. Yoda, hey buddy. Yoda was found wandering. Down,
1: he's also oh, a yeah. Yoda was found wandering the down Ventura Boulevard. Was that where yeah. he was wandering? And That's uh, I, uh, my uh, wife
0: uh, picked him up, and she said, "Oh."
1: And tried Get to find where he belonged to. He didn't belong to anybody. And then uh, then all of a sudden, now he's been there. But he's been there a long. You guys have had him a long time. Okay. Sorry, guys. How long have you had uh, Yoda now?
0: Um, probably about eleven years. Wow. Yeah, that's a long time ago. Yeah, <laughs> something yeah. like that. Yeah, he's been at the top of a lot of summits. Yeah, long he has mountains. Yeah. He's a big hiker, huh? He's a big hiker. Yeah, is he still hiking? He's down a bit now. No, slowing well, he it, still yeah. hikes now, but he can't go as far before I have to pick him up. And oh, sure, yeah. Well, luckily him. he's
1: small enough to carry around. Yeah, yeah
3: exactly. Yeah.
1: So is butter? Yeah, right?
3: butter yeah. is small enough to carry around. Oh yeah, we got two little sure. ones and two big ones. They're good. So <laughs> I, I can relate, Corey. If you put w- one of them on each side of you, you got a heating blanket. So you basically oh, that's true, yeah, yeah. When you were camping, you probably had two dogs beside you, and you were just totally. Totally. Yep. That's fine. That's a good call. Exactly right. Yeah. What, what, what was going on? What's going on with you guys?
0: Um. Anything new? Not. Not Thanksgiving. <laughs> I tried like, to do Thanksgiving, uh, but. Oh uh, yeah, happy Thanksgiving, guys. Oh yeah, That's happy right. Canadian Thanksgiving.
1: Thanksgiving. Yeah, I forgot about that. Canadian
2: Thanksgiving, huh? yeah. It just kind of comes out of nowhere, slaps I in know. the face, that one. I <laughs> know,
3: I know. It's harder yeah. when you're here, unless you get together with your immediate family and some friends, it kind of like, oh yeah, it's Thanksgiving in Canada, but yeah. nah. we know. We know. Well, it's an interesting thing because
1: is. Thanksgiving, it as much sense. as it is, a, it is a big deal, it's not quite the event that the American Thanksgiving, as right. everybody here can attest to. People will actually travel right. home for Thanksgiving, but not Christmas, which I've always found interesting. Right. But uh, mm-hmm. we in Canada; it's quite the opposite. We still get together for Thanksgiving, but it's not um, quite. We're not like, very um... thankful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, we have <laughs> less to be thankful for, I guess. <laughs> yeah. But uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, we're, we're thankful for hockey, yes. But uh, yeah, no. But it was mm-hmm. good. It was. We ordered pizza and we watched. uh what we watch. I don't know. We watched something. It was on TV. <laughs> Guess what? Big surprise! I watched something on television. Squid it Games. Did you guys start no, I haven't watched that? that yet. I haven't watched that yet. That's kind of like, uh,
0: uh, it's probably not quite on
1: my wife's alley. So uh, it's one of those things. Yeah, I Yeah, I, I, I didn't saw check the trailer
0: out. and I was like, I don't like these vocal overdubs. They they seem. Well, you can watch it. You can watch it with uh,
1: subtitles. That's the one good okay. thing about one good thing about Netflix is that well,
2: probably be better.
0: And uh, yeah. Right. It,
1: and if you're a musician, you can have subtitles on everything. English programs as well so sometimes I, sometimes I advise that is it good, Is a good shame
2: uh, I don't know what to make of it honestly I, I made it through half an episode and I was like hmm, I don't know
1: I hear it grows on you I hear it yeah that's what I
2: heard so gets I think super to yeah. give it it was kind of like yeah you got to give it a couple episodes I and think, it's probably. Korean it's a Korean show right yeah it takes a long time to get into the meat and potatoes like oh, three yeah. quarters of the way through the first episode before any you're like figuring anything out.
1: Oh, cool! I mean, you I kinda get like
2: that. you get an idea of the character, like the main guy, but yeah, it was I'll give it another episode. I think
0: we watched the it's uh, Sopranos. number one. It's number one on Netflix. It's right? number one. Right. On it's Netflix, right? up, yeah. dude! It's just yeah.
2: blowing up everywhere. Yeah, okay. it's a massive. What about the morning show? Thing? What about? I, the, I've been wa-
1: I've been watching the morning show. We we just kind of started into season two. It's such a great
3: show um yeah well it's, it's a- no secret because the foo fighter is posted but yeah, i know posted, yeah yeah a cameo and i just yeah, watched yeah. it last night it oh, was yeah. rad yeah dave
1: dave has lines and it. it was so funny i'm going this is so weird so so meta when you're kind of like a real band is playing on a show where the actors are playing you know that's not jennifer aniston that's uh alex whatever her name is on the show yeah that's a yeah, great he, show it's a really good show it is good yeah uh yeah. we watched the sopranos movie the sopranos prequel which is i thought was actually really good a lot of my friends are fairly it's sort of been polarizing but i thought it was really quite enjoyable actually if you're a, a fan of the sopranos but let's talk to our guests now because uh i got a hard yeah. out at three thirty. so uh first
0: let's know. say hi to everybody in the audience hi guys oh yes
1: yeah, so I, I haven't turned on the comments yet what a jerk yeah i just t- i just, just turn them on yeah, I, I see this it.
0: let's
3: um oh let's just mention be because we're,
1: we're getting to play
3: Peter uh McGee's on here
1: Yes, we are getting to play. We're going. To, we're going to Regina. We're going to the capital. Right, of,
2: like we're the weeks. home of
1: the RCMP.
2: That's a it fun sing gig. Sing it. Remember yeah. last time we, yeah. last time we'll we get, played there, was actually, off the chain.
0: It was. Yeah. I'm just glad we're going to get get, it. get our guest to say, sing um, "Experience Regina" for you, okay?
4: <laughs> Experience Regina <laughs> because he does it really well.
0: He does it really well. <laughs> did you play
2: for him? <laughs> oh wow,
0: experience with Regina. We actually, we actually did it for a sound check. when on oh a Shania God. tour. I <laughs> oh, <you> gotta film <laughs> that stuff. <laughs> I gotta hear it. Mm-hmm. Right He's gonna go looking for it now. I just Make gotta get call the,
2: call
0: the right key. The uh, so yeah, the we're playing Regina Johnny at the Turvy October Center 22nd. on the twenty second. Yeah. October and, 22nd, and unfortunately, all the other gigs yeah. are canceled. So. Uh, that's we literally in,
1: in that 10 days from now which is shocking
3: mm-hmm. yeah right flights are booked, COVID tests, everyone everyone, yeah. that's the joy hey, like, we don't just get to play and book flights and you know, get yeah, ready to getting, play music That's like the COVID test is the most important part of the, <laughs> the I know, the entire experience, we're getting
1: COVID tests on the day of the show so we can go home <laughs> you know, it's right? like the biggest part of the thing you know. here it comes
4: yeah.
3: Regina
2: Experience vagina. Just a
3: little out of key. <laughs> cool.
1: uh, oh, we should I probably have. be posting that everywhere just to kind of get everybody caught up on what that is. <laughs> we got is, to is, up, is there some up way up to post the link time. online here?
2: It was like half a million views on that. 600,000 views. Well,
1: Jimmy, it got played on Fallon's show. Jimmy Fallon played yeah. it on the Tonight Show. That's yeah. really. Yeah. It was like something to do with wacky songs or something
0: like that. Hmm. Scooter McGee says Jimmy Fallon played Experience Regina one night. That's right. I remember there he that. goes. He
3: knows. Yeah. Hmm. He knows.
0: Scooter knows. Scooter knows all.
1: The great Scooter, hmm. Mag- Scooter McGee, ladies and gentlemen.
3: Oh, no. I'm mm-hmm. getting
1: the messages. Okay. <clears throat>
0: So uh, <laughs> now that we're all caught up, should we bring in our guest? Yes, yeah, so let's bring him yes. in. It's it's enough already. The, so this all worked out really well me. because our guest is having a birthday today. Mm-hmm. And you know what's ironic is that he was born in 1973, and guess what episode this is. Wow. wow. 73. It's been meant to it be. It was fate. It was meant <laughs> to be.
4: Um,
0: I, I played many a gig with this gentleman uh, in the Shania Band and elsewhere. And, and he's also uh, two alumni, right? He is.
1: Yeah. He got because up on stage with us at in, the... Uh,
0: yep. At, where was that again? I wasn't there. The um, Lucky Strike in Lucky Hollywood. Lucky Strike in Hollywood, yeah. Yep. Right the off no, of Hollywood was Boulevard. Boulevard. Was that a name? Shane was in Japan.
1: Was that No. I don't think so, Shane. You were in uh, Japan, I think, and Fitz played drums, and and our guest played bass, and it was a lot of fun. And we had Steve, um, keyboard player Steve, uh, played with us as well. Yeah, Palazzo. plays with um,
0: Avril Lavigne. Avril Levine. yeah, yeah, more Canadian. Yeah, exactly right. And and uh, Derek is a honorary Canadian because he lived. In a northern state, he's from uh, Pennsylvania. Uh, he loves hockey, so we got lots to talk about. Oh my gosh! He loves oh. hiking. We got even more to talk about. Great. Uh, he's yeah. We've we, I've probably been on. Well, I've been on a lot of adventures with this guy, like backpacking trips and including uh, Mammoth, California. <laughs> including Mammoth, Yep. And uh, he's he's climbed Kilimanjaro, wow, uh, Africa. <laughs> Mm, um, so, no stranger to adventure. And uh, I think we have a lot to talk about today. So, let's bring in one of my best buddies ever. On his birthday, please welcome Derek Frank. Oh, my
2: gosh. <laughs> <laughs> He's slide <flying> over. <laughs>
3: what, up, what up, creepers? This Everybody in two plans. That is so awesome. Hey, Derek. Happy birthday, Derek. Happy
2: birthday man.
3: <laughs> Thank you. This is the best this is entrance a of, of a guest <laughs> ever. <Be> Join him. <laughs> <laughs> it's really
5: fancy here. Yeah, I just... We're sitting here at the uh, at the dining table here in our in our little little cozy condo, and yeah. Are you guys Slime having a like Doug McKenzie? Is this like a bro- <laughs> broke
1: back birthday party? What's going on? <laughs> no, Annette's,
5: oh, Annette's, Annette's here. She's uh, she's back oh, okay. there trying oh. to keep, keep Penny the golden retriever quiet because she's tired. <laughs> earlier, so, so it's, uh,
2: yeah, I, I can't, I'm so I can't. jealous. You guys are like adventuring, like climbing. What are you guys doing? Hikes a
5: whole lot of hanging out really. I mean it's it's it dumped snow all day yesterday, which was yeah. super cool. But we were planning on, oh, on hiking, what? but then awesome. it was just I mean it like didn't stop yesterday. It was, it was a full on really? blizzard. Yeah, it was awesome. Wow. But we just how we much, kinda hung out, you know. How
2: much snow is there now?
5: Well, we probably got maybe six to eight inches overnight, okay. something like that. Um cool. it's it's melting now pretty quickly. The sun is out, but it's it's beautiful. It's amazing. Just like the mountains are covered in snow and it's sunny and
4: amazing.
1: Yeah,
5: quite rad indeed. I love you, it. Always kinda,
1: the, you always kind of forget that it can snow in California. It's not just uh, <clears throat> the sunshine. Yeah. It is the sunshine state, but it's still going
5: to get snow in certain People parts. People just yeah. think of beaches. They don't think of mountains you know, and snow. Not at all. I think I told somebody there once about skiing in California. Like, you can't ski in California. I'm like, no, we get a
3: lot of snow. It's like, no, you don't. You're lying. What's that? Couldn't you just go to Big Bear, which is really only like yeah. an hour...
5: Big, Big Bears. Is, yeah, Big Bear is closer. It's like it's like two hours from LA. But we, we have a place here in Mammoth. We have a condo we bought years oh, you do? ago and it's kind of our, our little uh, escape. Yeah. And
2: That's Mammoth is classic. Mammoth is like a world class ski resort. I mean it's it's legit. It it's a it's huge. So awesome. I mean all the yeah. different kinds of terrain you could ever imagine, you can ski in one day. Mm-hmm. Get everywhere. Yeah. I mean, there's chairlifts going every which way on that mountain. It's it's wow. huge, right? Man. It's got to be one of the biggest. It's, it's a yeah. Ski resorts it's
5: huge. From... All kinds of different terrain. We get tons of snow. You guys got to come up.
3: I'm there. Okay. There's gigs that's up there man. too. There's gigs up there's there. there. Gigs okay, up there. Man. Yeah. It's, especially yeah,
5: really? in the oh. summer, they have a, they have a different festival every weekend. Um, that's fantastic. Yeah, and, and during the ski season, like they they set up concerts and stuff at the lodges and whatnot. So yeah, there's a uh, there's some there's some rock and roll to be experienced. Yeah, yeah. that's awesome. Yeah. Well, happy yeah. birthday, brother! I can't believe it's you. Thank know, you. We're, we're, we're making you do stuff on your birthday, but uh, we no, really it's appreciate super it. fun. It's 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 an honor to be one of the few non-Canadians featured on TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but as as Corey mentioned, I feel like I'm 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 Canadian adjacent or uh, mm. i very so. Canadian just because I yeah. hang out with a lot of Canadians and I Wait, like that's hockey.
1: true. That's true. And and the fact that you're <laughs> like actually the only Canadian. one, one of the only ones currently witnessing snow, and the rest of us haven't seen snow right. in, well in a while. Yeah. Right.
5: No. Yeah. Yeah. So, what? Although you did get snow in Vegas last year, didn't you? Wasn't there like a little bit of snow in Vegas? We usually get snow before before something. It's not rare that it happens in
1: Vegas um, every winter. It's actually starting to get surprisingly. uh, It 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 dropped considerably. Mm. uh, It was definitely cold yesterday. Holy
4: crap!
2: Yeah, it went from like it went from like 115
1: down to like 60 something degrees, and I'm like, whoa, wow,
5: Wow. kind of shocking, but crazy. Wow.
2: So when did you guys coming
0: out there?
5: I'm Corey
2: sorry. and Derek, when did you guys first start playing together? Was, was it the Shania gig?
0: Mm-hmm. It was. We uh, we had auditions for the bass player role in Vegas. And um, the gig was given to another guy who had mm-hmm. nice curly hair. <laughs> <laughs> he was like a god. He looked like Corey. He was a god. No, no. He was, he was much better looking and, you know, just like... <laughs> um but that guy decided he 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 wanted to pursue a solo career with his band and turned down the gig at the last second are you saying it was, was it kenny g because that'd be really awesome <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't
3: kenny, kenny g, g plays bass <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> and so lucky for us derek was still available and uh that's how you got the gig right yeah yeah lucky for me
5: yeah so that was 2015 that- yeah.
1: Wow. That's a good note. That's a good note to almost anybody. Just because you don't get a gig doesn't mean that that gig won't come around to, to yeah. you anyway. <laughs> Very true. Yeah. And sure. you guys
3: had known each other in any other like little circle, like music circle in LA? No, I, I first met Corey at the audition. I um I was friends with
5: Josh, Joshua Ray Gooch who who's the other guitar yeah. player in Shania's band. <laughs> yeah. and Josh was the one that threw my name in the hat um for Shania when they were looking for a bass player. So when I initially sent Sent some stuff in, some like links and videos and whatnot. I think I sent them to Josh. He sent them to Corey. Corey sent them to Shania, and that's kind of how I got in the mix. Great,
0: yeah, yeah. And Derek has played bass on the heels soundtrack that is out right now. I just watched Um, the. uh,
1: We watched the uh, finale yesterday, or was it today? I don't uh, remember uh, when the hell we watched it, but but the song got played again. It was played a bunch, and then uh, yeah, so they played it at the very last episode because there was a wrestling match so it gets played okay. when there's a wrestling match because the one guy we're his sort of walk-on tune yeah yeah so
3: explain it's who an all played on tune it of tune. all you guys who who? Well, gooch put know. that together
1: josh gooch from uh Shania twain so it's josh basically
0: and the rest of the group is here yeah.
1: basically everybody saying
0: derek on bass shane on drums yep. me on guitar and um so that was heels josh and then a similar ensemble for the um, Bill and Ted movie. So yeah, that's right as well. Derek and yeah. That. I mean, Derek's probably the hardest working bass player in in LA. 100 uh, percent. He's, he's yeah. played with everybody. He Played the Air Supply. Yeah, I, I know. Really? A while. Yeah, what was it, that like? I wanted to ask you about that. Like, I did that must- it. I
5: I did it for just a little over a year. I, I did it. Um, I joined them shortly after the the Shania Twain rocked This country tour because she didn't have anything going on fortunately i got the call to join that band and they took me all over the world and then i wow. did it till i couldn't do it anymore and i was getting busy again and i kind of had to had to give something up you know Derek
0: was all out of love so yeah,
5: he I quit the all band. i was gonna say is that <laughs>
2: i'm a lot of love
5: Yep, a lot of love songs yeah you? yeah and because uh, <laughs> you're every woman in the world wor- yeah tomorrow. absolutely Yep, yeah, that one yeah. even the nights are better lost in love Lost in the title. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
4: yeah.
1: Now, yeah. are
5: they based out of Australia still, or is, are a couple guys? No, they're no, they're 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 in the states. Um, it, it's uh, everybody in that band lives in a different city. So, like our, our whole touring group was, I think, eleven people, and every there were, there were three of us in L.A., and then eight people were in eight different cities. So, That's oh, the Fitz has got the record. Yeah, the yeah, nice. It's <laughs> classic. Wait, so um, are the two main guys still a part of the uh, the group? So yeah. Yeah, Air Supply is basically a duo. It's it's those two guys and then like the band has kind of changed many times over the years. and but are those it's two guys a duo? Are they living in the US, the two of them? Yeah. Yeah, and they have been for a long time. Graham, um oh. who's kind of the he's the tall guy, he's like the main songwriter. He lives in a he lives near Park City, Utah, which is oh. where I've been living for the past year. Um and then russell the the lead singer guy what's going on there? sorry i'm trying to oh, edit out of Derek and trying to edit names here it's um, <laughs> very very high tech situation here excellent, yeah, but, excellent but, adventures please, yeah, so, yeah. but but yeah russell the lead singer he lives he lives in la now he was in la oh, okay. for a while and he's lived all over the place you know that's interesting. He's in yeah. Utah. That that, is that uh, he's been there for like twenty five years or something like that. He's got like a house like out in the wilderness. Like he's he has like twenty five acres of land and like wow, wow. kind of like yeah, just isolated. You know, got that lost yeah. in love money going on out there. It, it,
1: yeah, sure he does. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's great. And you said that's you cool you've you, you been spending time out in Utah as well
5: yeah so last year um kind of when the pandemic was going it was like last summer we just wanted to get out of la we'd been in la for months everything was completely Mm -hmm. locked down and obviously we musicians weren't touring at all and didn't have a lot going on and and um we went out to park city utah just to like hang out for a little bit and uh we ended up buying a house just kind of on when we looked at some open houses and like fell in love with the house and it's amazing out there oh it's great and you know i was kind of at the point too like where you know, most of most of what I do is is on the road or in Vegas. Like I don't play a lot locally in, in LA. And I was just thinking, I, I kind of wanted to spend more time somewhere else because LA is pretty crazy, and I've been there for sure. twenty four years. And so yeah, That's we, crazy. we we bought a place in Park City, and and just as the pan- pandemic kept going, and still there weren't any uh, weren't any shows happening, we just kind of hung out there. And I I brought a handful of bases with me and a small recording rigs. So people could send me tracks and I could record. And then we went up went back to LA whenever there was a reason to. And uh, sure. so we kind of did that for a year and now we're, we're back in LA now and work is happening again. I've been slammed busy with a lot of different things and um, starting up my Vegas residency again in a week. And uh, that's so great. Yeah, so now we're like LA is home base again in park city. will so be like vacation. What is,
1: what is your story? The, the 24 years mm-hmm. ago coming to Los Angeles
5: from Pennsylvania. What did that well, all? Mean? There were many places in between Pennsylvania and uh, LA. So I, so I, Let's see. I was in college in Miami. I went to University of Miami for music. Hmm. Um, shortly after that, I moved to Boston for just less than a year. I was with a girl. She went to Berkeley, and uh, you know, yada yada yada. I ended up leaving Boston less than a year later. <laughs> um, yeah, so that then happened. I moved to LA in '97. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I moved to Boston in '97. I mean, moved to LA in '97. I've just been there ever since, you know, it's... Wow, um, that's, yeah, that's 97, that's crazy. So when you yeah. were at music school, what exactly does that entail? Is that like, um, I'm trying to think, that was in Miami? Yeah, University of Miami. They had a great jazz program, like jazz and contemporary oh, yeah? music. And that's, that's kind of where I was at at the time. I was like heavily into jazz and fusion and stuff like that. So that's kind of what I was doing a lot of back then. And then, you know, during school, I got into a lot of other stuff. I got a little bit deeper into rock and funk and r&b and you know all that stuff you and, meth. and meth and meth you know. <laughs> <laughs> wow <laughs> yeah. which is why i'm, not familiar, with, did, you know, you I'm not familiar with it i'm not familiar with that music form
2: i've had a couple yeah, yeah, buddies
0: yeah.
2: a couple buddies go to that school and they raved about it
0: are, dogs dogs are are barking. <laughs> <that's>...
4: <laughs>
5: i love that the snow's I melting have... and
2: a couple of my buddies went to Miami that you're,
5: oh, cool. I think your
2: school. Rick Farabrachi, do you know Rick? Oh, yeah,
5: I know Rick, yep.
2: And uh, I don't know if he's probably a little older than you, so it was probably before that. And then Scott Parker, you know, the guitar player?
5: Oh, yeah, uh-huh. Yeah, they, they, yeah, both Scott and Rick were guys that I met. Like once I moved to LA, but they okay. were referred to me by, by my teachers down there. Like they were like, Oh, you got to call Rick. So Rick was one of the first guys I connected with oh, wow. in LA. Just, you know, I moved to LA, not knowing a whole lot of people. Okay. And so back then it was like before social media and all that. So I was just cold calling people. If somebody like told me there was a good musician that I should know, I just called them up and said, Hey, my name's Derek bass player. Just moved into town. Like what's going on? You know? So I, I kind of awesome. got to know a lot of musicians that way, you know?
2: It's funny yeah, so that what, that's yeah. the way we did it back in those days. Old the school. rotary phone. Yeah, was yeah. there something yeah, that actually yeah. brought
5: you to LA, or was it more like just kind of go well, out? And- well, it's it's interesting because I, I I hadn't really planned on on being in LA. I, I'd never, for some reason, I, for some strange reason, I, I never considered LA being where I wanted my career to start, which is ridiculous because this is where you know so much is happening. Right. Um, but my parents had moved to LA while I was still in college. Oh, and wow. I'd been I'd been right. out to visit them like on spring break and stuff like that, but I hadn't really spent time. In LA, um, so when I left Boston, I was broke, and I just decided to come to LA and live with my parents for a little bit, not pay rent for a bit, get a day job, save some money, and then I had some friends that were in San Fran that were uh, kind of in the jazz scene up there, and still that was kind of where my head was at, and so my my plan was to come to LA, live with the folks for a bit, save some money, and just kind of regroup, and then move to San Fran, uh, but I was in LA for like two weeks, and I already knew that. Like I, I needed to stay. Like I had friends from college right. that were already doing gigs in LA, and they were calling me for a lot of little local gigs and stuff. And I started playing with a bunch of singer-songwriters and started doing a few sessions here and there and stuff like that. It just, you know, yeah. After two weeks, I was like, okay, yeah, LA is where I need to stay. Where in LA were your folks situated? They were um, at the time they were renting an apartment in Pasadena, and so okay. I lived with them there. And then they bought a condo in Century City. So cool. um, Pasadena was only there for a couple weeks. That was like a temporary place, and then. Uh, then we moved into a condo in century city and I was there for about a year with them and then ended up renting a house in Burbank with a buddy of mine. Um, and I've Great. been in Burbank ever since. So that was like probably towards the end of 98 that I moved to Burbank and, um, then I bought a house in Burbank in 2000 and there ever since. Crazy.
3: Wow. Yeah. 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 I probably cool saw thing. you a million times, Derek, and stood beside you at like the baked potato back in the day. Yep. Yeah. And never even, you know, connected dots just because, you know, it's like it's a packed, smoky, cool place full of musicians. But you just never. never, Yeah,
5: I'm sure. I'm sure we were in close proximity at at a number of spots because, I mean, I was my first few years in L.A. I was going out all the time, you know, now I'm a little bit more of a homebody. But like I used to just man every night I was going out to either like a jam session or to hear somebody play or to check out some musician that somebody told me about that I should meet. And yeah, baked potato, I was, I was, man, I was there three or four nights a week. And then I was also, you know, going to, you know, a lot of the other clubs, a lot of the rock clubs and stuff like that. Viper Room a lot and the Mint and every now and then the Whiskey or the Roxy.
0: Sure. Yeah. 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 Today he's blowing up all over the place because he's actually on the Kelly Clarkson show today as a guest. Oh, oh, wow. Wow. How do you, how do you do that? Tuk talk and at the same time. two places at, at, <laughs> at
5: once modern technology now last, last week i filled in our, uh, our f- yeah exactly <laughs> i have in my own helicopter and skydive under the, of the set you know uh, but no last week um our friend kyle whalem great bass player he's, he plays in kelly's band he called me to fill in for him on a few episodes of kelly's uh talk show she's a daytime talk show and yeah, you know her band is the house band on the show so uh i filmed three episodes last week and they they kind of air at different times they don't it's not it's not a live show so I had one of my episodes air last week, and then one aired today or is about to air cool. today yeah, that's so super cool. fun, yeah she's great i'm i'm I've been yeah, a fan of awesome. Kelly's for so long, and yeah. obviously Corey's you know worked with him for worked with her for so long, and she's been like on my list of like you know pop singers that I've been wanting to play with for a long time, so it was great to do do a few episodes of the show. It's a fascinating
1: cool. thing, isn't it watching Kelly go from being you know a vocalist and then suddenly being a daytime talk show host you're like wow this is such a crazy thing i mean it says something about her personality yeah. that i guess saying yes to being on uh was it idol or was it vo- the voice she was on i can't remember idol, idol. 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 yeah yeah so she's she, she she was the, was yeah. the first
3: yeah she's she the first, first american one. idol She's the first
0: but i mean saying and, i'm saying she came back as a, a, she's currently a coach on the voice so she's on the uh, voice uh, that's oh, oh so she's on both yeah. huh
1: yeah, so yeah, she came back right. as a coach for the for the voice, and that's where they kind of got the idea that this kid's got Moxie! and somebody threw yeah. you know let's <laughs> she's let's going put her places. in. <laughs> she's going places, and they they gave her a show. I think to the, be honest, I I understand that she's almost going to be like overtaking Ellen
5: and all that kind of stuff at this point. So she's, she's doing so she's great, taking her yeah, she's taking she's Ellen's taking time spot. slot right. Yeah, yeah.
0: Next, Wow, next
5: and, and I gotta say, she's really good at it. Like I'm not, I don't really watch a lot of. Like talk shows or daytime talk shows, especially, but she's really good. She's just got great positive energy and she's a great conversationalist. Just I, I only it's watch like, it's not awkward, you know. It's just, just I only want to watch wrong.
1: daytime TV. I only want to watch daytime TV if
5: there's like strippers fighting or if you you are not
2: right, the yeah. father or <laughs> that kind
0: of thing. Fraternity you know. tests, yeah. Fraternity yeah. Tests. <laughs> well, next
5: time, I mo- well, if I do her show again, I'll pull her aside and say, Kelly, you really want to have a hit show, you got to start <laughs> yeah. getting some, get, yeah. get some fights happening and get some strippers. And you know, <laughs>
2: is the, that stuff even want. still on TV? Oh, yeah, but, is, it? is it? I mean, Springer's
1: I not remember. on anymore, is he? Mari Povich was just potential, it was just. All paternity suits. After a while, like right, you, yeah, you are even not like, the father. You are not the yeah. father. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Is, are those shows still on? I, I really don't watch regular television. I've never watch so. TV at all.
0: <laughs> Murray Povich had a really good daytime talk show to start with. Like I remember watching it way back when he started. And you know, it was very thoughtful subject matter and whatnot. Yeah, but that doesn't uh, make and any then, money,
1: Corey. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That's That's money. Out. no one cared <laughs> about that. they went trash. <laughs> and then he just turned <laughs> yeah. into
0: trash, and he ran all the way to the bank with that. Yeah, yeah. Jerry Springer was the Jerry Springer, was the, Jerry
1: Springer was the mayor of Chicago or something at one time. So that yeah, was <laughs> yeah. respected
0: He kind of started out the same way too, very thoughtful. He always, always had that that last thoughtful. Yeah, yeah. The thing at the end of the monologue yeah. that
5: you do. Take care of yourselves and each other. Which yeah, is, yeah, is yeah, ah, go. Go. yeah. But beat the shit out of but, each but other. But when you're on the show, <laughs> yeah, it was yeah. kind
2: of, it was cool. kind of spun out of uh, like Donahue, right? Like Donahue was even the earlier generation. Of yeah, that, pretty yeah. That much. That was kind of yeah. like the first sort of incarnation. Sally, of Jesse,
1: that. Raphael. <laughs> oh yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, Oprah, Oprah started in that same. It's funny because it's the exact opposite with her because she kind of started with you know, like all that stuff and then kind of moved into her own world and kind of pulled it into kind of more a classier zone. So I guess she was kind of able yeah. to kind of veer out of that where everybody else was like, lean in, lean in heavy. <laughs> like, right, yeah, right, right. Yeah, Scandal city. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: Let's well, talk about and- hockey. Yeah. Oh, wait, can we get really the hard dirt hard on back. Gwen
5: Stefani? There's Gwen Stefani yeah, too, will.
2: right, Derek? You want to
5: talk about that? <laughs> I'll talk about whatever you guys want to talk yeah, about. Yeah, <laughs> actually, it's, is I'm merely a guest on your is show. There,
2: is there someone you haven't played with? I mean, who's a bigger star than Gwen Stefani? Come on.
5: That's oh, it's ridiculous. Too. I mean, come on. Well, well, I songs, not. I got to play three songs with Tuke, so you guys were at the top of my list. I think it was Queen City
2: Kids, if I'm not mistaken.
3: Yeah, but that must be a blast.
2: I mean, I think we. I did a show with Gwen Stefani. It was before you, though, back with Bees a hundred oh, years wow. ago in Japan. Yeah, it was like Summer oh, cool. Sonic. And, oh, nice. Uh, yeah, she's just killer, man. Just such a she's talent. Awesome. Like, she's awesome. Vegas.
3: I saw you on the I show, mean, Derek, in Vegas, which is right. really, really yeah. good. I mean, yeah. just the band is killer. The stage is killer. And what I like is the the fact that a, such a successful artist can be so down to earth and appreciative and let the audience know how thankful mm-hmm. they are to have a yeah. career and a show in vegas and and she highlights the whole band i'm like it's really mm-hmm. a cool gig i mean yeah and, and awesome. you get to double up i mean we can talk about Shania and all that but like you got two things going on in, in vegas like dude <laughs> in pretty fact, awesome. he's mm-hmm. going to do gwen right
0: away and literally, yeah, as yep. that ends, we roll in with Shania, and he just goes back to back. That's so awesome. Yeah. yeah. Sand theater? theater
5: is, like, it's my home away from home. Same theater. Yeah, well, that's that's how I was able to, you know, wow. do yeah. both, both artists' uh, residencies. Like, like, yeah, I started with Gwen in 2018. Um, yeah, it was kind of interesting how things worked out. I got very, very lucky there. So I was with Shania um, through, through the end of 2017. And then she did a big tour in 2018, but it was a smaller band and, and, uh, she didn't need me on that tour. But shortly after that, I, I, uh, I got a call to join Gwen's band. So I started with Gwen in, uh, like April of 2018. And then maybe like a year, year and a half into the Gwen residency, Shania came to the show and, uh, I just had a feeling she was snooping around, checking out the venue, you know, thinking about it. Cause she had talked about doing another Vegas residency. And then sure enough, she announced her residency. And I was talking to Corey and the team um, about, uh, you know, joining up with the band again. And luckily it, it worked out and Gwen's residency is still happening. So able to juggle both. Cause they're, you know, they don't overlap. So, that's course, incredible, dude. It's the same that's venue. Yeah. So <laughs> no
0: <laughs> chance of overlap. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's so amazing. amazing.
5: Yeah.
1: Yeah, worked out great. So you're saying basically you're saying if Tom Jones or Wayne Newton goes into that theater you just you just just stay there. You should I'll just stay there, there. Yeah, based on it.
5: I have a I have a, I have a bunk.
3: In. I have, I have a bunk like in a closet <laughs> yeah, that I set up and it's, a hammock. It's yeah. It's like yeah. I'll yeah, be really impressed. Yeah. Kiss is doing a residency at the end of the month. If I see you with They are Gene there you go. Make yeah <laughs> yeah that'll be
5: the next residency
3: you know if gene if gene just doesn't want to
5: play anymore you know he's on the side you want to money. see that though it'd be hilarious to like see kiss in the same theater that like i've done a bunch of shows in you know see them just blowing stuff up and spitting blood and you know that would be that'd be great right. that's so cool and it must yeah, be fun so playing fun. those that's tony good. bass lines those kind of those bass lines Super with gwen fun. stuff yeah, he he's oh, got great. a pocket. That guy. Yeah. I'm a huge like no doubt fan. Big Gwen. Me fan. too. Yeah. And uh, too. And yeah, it was really fun to like dig into those songs. Like when like when I started playing the gig, because we do all the hits. You know, all, all the Vegas residency residency shows are basically just greatest hits shows. Of so course, we play all the No Doubt stuff in addition to Gwen's hits. And um, yeah, so like to dig into Tony's playing and, and try to you know represent that as best I could. It was it was a really fun learning what's process.
0: Your, what's your favorite you know. song to play? <laughs> With, with Gwen? I mean, is that that's just common is that your common question?
5: question? Right? What's your favorite song oh, thought, to play with Gwen? I thought the most common question is Is she nice? I was going to say, is, like, Gwen, is, like, is Gwen nice? Yeah. Is she nice? Come on, tell Jeez, me. Is Shana she, Shana she nice? nice. Yeah. No, but, yeah. but, like the people that aren't really like, in, the, in the business so much, you know, that's kind of the first question yeah. they ask like, Is Gwen nice? Of course. <laughs> and is she, of course, she is very yeah. nice? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Yeah.
1: I'm glad to hear that, actually.
5: Yeah, no, she's great. I've I've been really lucky because like over the years I've I've worked with a lot of singers, mostly female, and I've never had like a nightmare experience. I've, you know, we've all heard about those divas and stuff that people have worked with have been a pain in the ass. And like, I've been super lucky. Like every female singer I've played with has been super cool. And, That's awesome. Um, just, ne- I just don't have any like bad experiences. You know. Well, with the, with term, the
1: term the term diva doesn't just have. <laughs> The term diva doesn't necessarily have to be a female thing. We all know, no, no, just, no
5: absolutely, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. There are devos too, you know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we are divo, d-e-v-o, d-e-v-o. Uh, that's. Uh, I would think that that Talk Talk song is a fun song to play on bass. Yeah, it's my life.
5: Yeah, super fun one. It's my oh, we're life. Gonna,
0: that'd be fun. Do, 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 do.
5: Yeah, do, I love do, playing do, that man, song. Man. It's so
1: fun. Mm-hmm. People don't yeah. people don't realize that that's a Talk Talk song, but yeah, they covered. Uh, yeah.
5: Yeah, the old, yeah. Uh, talk, talk Talk's a talk, great talk, band. Like they had some pretty, pretty work. deep stuff. You know, they a really did cool band. Yeah, um, yeah. That, that that's actually one of my favorites to play with her. I bet. Yeah, I actually cool. like
1: that. What's that song? Uh, uh, Hella Good uh, or
5: whatever it's called. Uh, yeah, Hella Good's a blast too. Yeah, that record. Like, that, that record's that, yeah, yeah. Super groovy. I was just gonna say yeah. as soon as that drum groove comes in, just that Billy Jean, you know, totally. It's just it's killer. You know, I saw them I saw them back today they
1: would open with that song and the drum kit would come out of the floor him just sort of playing like that. It came out of the floor and then it just was on. And I was like, well, this is, I did not expect it to be that high energy. It was great. And and of course, um, the, the two dudes are, are they still doing, they do the solo
5: shows as well. The guys that do the backup singing and, and, and horns. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Stephen Bradley and Gabriel McNair, they, they were, I mean, they were basically in no doubt from like you know, the get go. Not not originally, but like before Tragic Kingdom came out. They were already in the band, but they were always just kinda like the um sort of utility guys. Like they weren't totally. You didn't see them in the band promo photos. They were always hired guns, but they were always in the band. Um, they're great. So yeah, they're they're with us. And it's it's great to have like people that go back to the No Doubt days that right. you know, they can sort of like give us pointers and stuff and tips on like how you know the No Doubt guys did things and you know, they give me some tips on, you know, some of the Tony bass lines and stuff and it's, That's it's so great cool. to have them on the gig. And they're both just great musicians, you know. Mm-hmm. They are, yeah. yeah. Mental.
0: And Tony's a Good. vegan, too, and so is, so mm-hmm. is Derek.
5: Yeah. So yeah. That worked
0: out well. That's yeah. right. I still, haven't met, right, I still yeah.
5: haven't met Tony, though. I've never met him, you know. Like I him met him once. Oddly moment. enough, he got
1: up on stage at a thing we were doing in Vegas. There's going gonna be there working. it is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But he got up on hey, stage at you know, a thing I was doing in Vegas once. But he didn't. Uh, he didn't play. He just kind of like got dragged up by Vinnie Paul from Pantera. <laughs> oh, <really? laughs> Tony, okay. get up
3: here! Like just, just turn into up like a wave
1: at some people. Like turns into like a barbecue. With, you know, he's kind of, hey, and he got yeah, He just got to come up and waved, and then he walked away, shook his hand. Great bass player though. Really talented. Cool.
0: guy. Yeah, yeah, love him. He's awesome. Do you do banana and all that kind of stuff? Banana, bananas, holla back girl. Yeah, this shit. Holla back girl. Yeah, yeah, we do of that, course yeah 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 we have
5: you yep. know yeah dancers carrying giant bananas around the stage and <laughs> all that <laughs> stuff you know really yeah and we that's had disappointed
1: um, if there weren't
5: yeah no of course we have like giant bananas i think that fall from the sky too it's like it <laughs> it's a whole thing and we had um we did the jimmy kimmel show a while back like jimmy kimmel did a whole skit with you guys have seen guillermo his, his sort of assistant yep. or co you know sort Side of kick. sidekick yeah yeah so they did yeah. a whole like skit where guillermo was auditioning to be a backup dancer for gwen's vegas show and then in the end he joined us on stage wearing a banana suit <laughs> that's <laughs> amazing. Uh, yeah. that's uh, yeah. cool <laughs>
1: that's hilarious yeah you always forget jimmy's from vegas originally
0: mm-hmm. oh really his that's right
5: yep. deep yep mm-hmm.
0: yeah that's amazing
1: Cleo
5: uh was from vegas as well they were like home right you know in mm-hmm. high school and yep. stuff yeah, that's right. Yeah, all Vegas guys. Yeah, yeah. That's so crazy. So, what? uh When do you come to Vegas? So I'll be there. uh I'm coming out a week from today, actually. And we do a couple okay, rehearsals. Okay, wow, and kind of our, our, Yeah, and our first show back is uh October 21st, and so we'll and that runs November how long? Seventh, just from till November, November 7th. Yeah. And when does Shania start up? December 2nd, I think. Right. Yeah. We got some rehearsals ahead of time, but um, right.
1: Yeah. So you're you're kind of jam packed. So you go
5: from like <laughs> Gwen a little bit of a break, and then into some rehearsals with Shania. Yeah, I'll have um I'll have maybe like a, a week and a half or so off after the Gwen uh, Gwen residency, um and then That's yeah so I'll start awesome. Shania rehearsals and then uh, into Shania gigs and then I'll be back in Vegas with Shania in February, and I'm not sure about Gwen yet. We don't know um if it's going to be the end of the residency or if they're, if they're going to extend it. We don't know yet because it it. Like we we're supposed to be done last May, but because of the pandemic, you know, obviously mm, we, we missed right. our last run and a few extra shows. So um, they have, but they haven't specifically said this is our last run. So I, I don't know. So we'll, we'll see. Maybe <laughs> make an Ooh. announcement at some point. And, bless you. Bless you. you know, hopefully we'll get extended into next year because it's nice to be able to keep playing with both artists and not have, <laughs> not have any overlap. You know. God bless so, you. God, God bless you. Wow. Now,
3: um, now I'm, allergic, I'm allergic to all this
5: work talk. Sorry. go ahead. Well, <laughs> <laughs> well, then the last year and a half has been great for you. Yeah, I, I've been breathing easy, baby.
0: Yeah, <laughs> doesn't have to use his inhaler anymore.
3: Yeah. <laughs> what were you going yeah, to say People ask about these. I was gonna say that in Vegas. I just wanted to say, and you guys, the way you do it, the reason you can do both gigs and Corey and and Derek is because the scenes aren't like a seven day a week for a year thing. It's the residencies are these short little sp- stints, so you actually don't get <laughs> bored and you you kind of yeah. like you do a, a couple weeks or maybe sometimes it's a month depends on the artist and then then they bring in another artist and it's sort of re- so shania and yeah. Gwen share the same residency uh theater with probably two more artists too, right? Johnny yeah, Langdon like, brings it. this
4: is
1: Sorry, I was going to, because this actually kind of oh, plays into it. Johnny, Johnny Langdon's asking a question. I wonder what's better being on the road or having a residency where you don't have to travel, but you're doing the same place every mm-hmm. night. So that kind of plays into what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. So it'd be really yeah. interesting to hear this because we all have thoughts on this, but go ahead.
5: Yeah. Well, for me, I I think there's benefits uh, to both. I mean, I, obviously I, I love performing live, whether it's in a residency or on the road. I love traveling. I love being in a different city every night. Um, I yeah, it's great. The Vegas residency thing is is easy because yeah, you're in the same place and it's and it's really not that tough. We do three shows a week. Usually it's Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Every now I mean Wednesday, Friday, Saturday. Every now and then they might add a show if there's like a um you know, holiday or some other night, but typically it's three shows a week. We go out there yeah. for about three weeks at a time, three or four weeks at a time. You do that about four times a year. Um and it's so easy being there and and yeah. The show is, the show is set, you know, everything's set up there for you. It's, it's just a piece of cake on the road. It's a little bit more difficult, you know, you know, you got travel to consider, you got bus travel, air travel, things like that. Um, you know, the road might wear you out a little bit more just because sometimes you don't always sleep if you got to get up in the morning and catch flights and stuff like that. But honestly, like for me, I think, um, I can't say one's better than the other. I think they both have their benefits and they're both great, you know? Yeah, it's interesting because at least
1: uh, there is something to be said about like, you know, you get to go back to your hotel room and your stuff is where you left it or if you're in a hotel Mm -hmm. or wherever they put you up. Or if you live here like we do, there is something to be said about sleeping in the same place every night and getting up and having a routine. But you're right. There is something really interesting about being, you know, being able to travel and see other places and and see it as extensively as you do. Clearly getting out and and seeing stuff and not just kind of hiding
5: on, you know, Mm -hmm. in your bus or in your room. Oh yeah. I'm, I'm always on the go, like wherever I am, I'm, I'm trying to see what's, what's cooler on that city. I always kind of seek out the hipster neighborhoods and the coffee shops and things like that, you know, coffee shops are the one things I always seek out, but, and I'm, you know, in the past when I've been on the road, I've been, I I used to do a lot of marathons. So I was always like training on the road. So like, I would do my runs in whatever city we were in. And so I'd be able to see a place that way. Um, so yeah, I mean, I don't like to just stay on the bus or stay in the hotel. I like to get out. When Corey and I are on the road together, we tend to find hikes, things like that. Yeah, we did. Yeah. You know. We
0: did a fourteener in. Um, we came off a show in Oklahoma with Shania, and we drove overnight in the bus, slept in you know in the bunks, woke up in Denver, literally crawled off the bus at like seven or eight in the morning, went to the car rental place, rented a car, and then went to a uh, fourteen or fourteen thousand foot mountain. And climbed that with my little brother Casey. Yeah. Um, what mountain? Literally oh, wow. going from from like two thousand uh, foot elevation to over fourteen thousand. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Which mountain? It was intense. What it mountain? Was, uh, was uh, beer Beerstad. Beerstad. Yeah. Wow. Wow. And I had such a bad headache after that. Too much that, elevation. It was yeah. It was it was
5: man. intense. Like without being able to acclimate, going from like Oklahoma direct to Denver, and immediately driving into the mountains and you know climbing the or It was. It was intense. Definitely kicked my butt.
2: I mean I you bet. notice I notice that when I go to mammoth, you know, and oh, I yeah. grew up in the mountains and I'm I hike too, but I go to mammoth, it kicks my ass after a couple of days. I, I feel it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, we're at we're at eight thousand feet just sitting here right now. Mm-hmm. And and just going up the stairs into the, the cabin here, it's it's <laughs> kicks the crap out of you. Yeah. <laughs> I bet. Yeah. <laughs> Takes a while to get used to, but the air is sure clean up here. It's awesome. Was, you you like guys all also- <laughs>
2: You guys also climbed Whitney like once or maybe twice.
0: He's done it twice.
2: We've,
5: okay. w- we haven't okay. done it together yet. No, um, I've done it twice. I did it once a few years. Well, God, yeah. God, 2007, probably now a long time ago, but like I did it once. I did like the one day thing where I started at like three in the morning and then got back at like seven at night and that was great. And then I attempted to do it on my 40th birthday. Um And, it was, it, we did it. Well, it was a week before it was like October 5th. And I remember I had a buddy come out and we did it and uh, it started dumping snow on us. We were about three quarters of the way up the mountain and we had to turn around because like the snow was burying the trail. Wow. We couldn't tell where we were oh, going wow. and we didn't want to be those, those missing hikers that yeah, you hear right. about every now oh and then. God, so yeah. <laughs> we had to like, <laughs> finally, we made that decision. Like, ah, uh, we're so close, but I guess we got to turn around.
0: And both times you, know, you did it in, in one day, right? We were going for the one day thing. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I did. It I did it over three days, so it was much more gradual going up. Yeah, I mean that's oh, wow. the, that's the
5: smarter way to do it because you can acclimate and not push yourself as much. Um, yeah, because it's 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 tough because like you you know you're gaining altitude constantly and air gets thinner and thinner as you go. Um, it's yeah. the
0: tallest mountain in the lower forty-eight states. So there's mm-hmm. bigger mountains in Alaska, but this is the tallest in. Um, yeah, the continental United continental States. US. Is that right? Wow. Yeah.
2: I mean, yeah. Whenever you get when you get over ten thousand feet, the the game totally changes.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: It's totally. Gnarly, super gnarly. <laughs> I remember when yeah. uh, the only time I've really climbed anything, you know, that big, it was like we got to like eleven, twelve thousand then Mount Fuji in Japan. Oh, it was wow. like literally mm-hmm. two or three steps. You got to take like a little break and. <laughs> Catch your breath, and then go another two or three steps. And I didn't even have a backpack, like just a small little backpack. Was the one I did it yeah. in like one day and two days also. But
0: that's, Dang, that's wow. jo- Josh man. Cooch was with you on that one. Yeah, he was. Oh, cool. <laughs> that, f- that's really amazing because it's hard to get him out on the trail. Yeah, at all. yeah, we can't well, get him we, out hiking all that often. Maybe that was scarring to him, and that's why yeah. he doesn't go out anymore. <laughs> <has to> be. <laughs> we, yeah, we Shameful.
2: actually did it. We did it in two days, though. The first time I climbed Fuji was one day, and it was, it's, it's rough. I don't think I could do it again, but with Gooch, it was two two days. But <laughs> I remember it no, being yeah. pretty crumbly
0: when we got to the top. Yeah, is that right?
2: <laughs> Actually, yeah. So John, he used to Josh Gooch plays with, like with us in the
0: Shania band. So, yeah. He was like, 19 so, what, years so wait, where, when you're
1: doing it over a couple of days, you, you camp overnight on the mountain or whatever?
2: Yeah, I mean, for me, for Fuji, we there was a sort of a hostel, like, almost at the top. I think it was, want to say 12,000, 11,000 feet. And you kind of get there late at night, and then you stay until, I think, 2 in the morning we left for the summit push. Aye. You get up, and then, then you see, see the
0: sunrise, right?
2: Yeah, it's called Guraiko. So you, you climb another three hours, and then you get to see the sunrise.
5: Must be cool. Amazing. But that in their case, nice.
2: I mean, I don't know how Derek did it. You guys camped out. You had... Full camping gear rights.
5: Well, w- well, w- when I did the one day, no, I just like slept in my car in the parking lot at the trailhead, but you know, and then
0: the two Corey, day or- you
5: do it backpacking, though.
0: Yeah, well, we've done a, a three day backpack together in um, California up um, Mount San Gorgonio, which is over 12,000 feet. No, is it? Hmm. Yes. Yeah, is yeah twelve thousand something. Yeah, yeah. so yeah. that was really fun. Um, mm-hmm. But then Derek has flown all you know over to Africa to climb Kilimanjaro. That's right? crazy, yeah.
5: dude. I did that years ago. That was a blast. That was How a long, long did one that one. take? Uh, it was about five, five and a half days up, day and a half down. Because you take your time going up just to acclimate, you know, so that so you don't get altitude sickness, which some people still did. It. I I got really lucky. It didn't really affect me that much. But some people got, got a little sick, and that's why the, you take your time going up. I was, I was with a guided expedition. But then wow. when you go down, you basically run down. <laughs> You're, like, sliding down the scree and stuff. Oh, and so, really? yeah, it only takes you a, a day and a half to get down. Because so you take a different wow. route, too.
2: Um, oh, okay. Moon jumps.
5: Yeah. Isn't that like – totally, totally. That's about 20,000 or something, though. 20,000 feet, ni- right? Nineteen thousand three something that's high yeah that's yeah it's up it's up there and they're it's surrounded by glaciers my whole thing was back then like i was reading about it and they were talking about how the glaciers were melting and all this and so much of that area depends on the runoff from the mountain and all that and i was i don't know i was just intrigued to go see the glaciers and i was like you know what i kind of want to go see these glaciers before they melt you know and I was just thinking, you know what? I could talk about it or I could just do it. So I did it.
0: And Derek just does fun. things. you know. I, I, I
5: do things. My wife my wife shakes her head a lot at, at me <laughs> in my antics. Especially that one because I remember we were in Mammoth right before that and we went sledding and I actually broke a rib sledding oh, <laughs> like a few days before I went to Africa. And she was just like, you can't go. You can't go to Africa now. And I, was like, I was like, well, I'm going to go. It's just a rib. It'll heal itself. You know, as long as I don't have to <laughs> cough or sneeze, I'll be okay. And so, oh boy. Uh, yeah, so I ended up doing the mountain sorry. with a broken rib. <laughs> wow, but I was all right. It was okay. It was it hurt a little bit, but yeah,
0: I was young. I was young in those days. <laughs> right on. So, um, Derek also released during the pan- pandemic. He released a second follow-up solo album. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I highly it's recommend it. Awesome. Oh, thank you. It it's is so it's a instrumental album. Yeah. Uh, so there's no singing. Right. Right. Yep. It's all instrumental. Um, but. The stuff is so funky.
1: Thanks. It is. Yeah. It is very. And I like the, the I like the marketing campaign of having it on a on a on an a track, which I thought was genius.
5: <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was fun. I did that with my first album too, because like my my music is kind of like it's like old school funk. It's very rooted in the '70s. And in my first album, I did that where I had these download cards where it had a code where you could redeem for a download. And I would I I made the artwork blend in with the artwork on the eight track label, and I stuck it to it and wrapped it and so i was basically selling the download card with with the souvenir eight track and now i do it with the usb drive i put put the album on a usb stick put it on the spine of the a track and got that's my own so label cool. for the eight track genius that's just something fun because I'm, I'm a fan of like physical product like these days everybody downloads or streams and i just exactly. i'm just such a fan of like having a physical product like a record and putting it on and opening it up and looking at the liner notes and all that i just like the idea of, of something physical so i, I did vinyl but I wanted to have something other than the vinyl because not everybody has a turntable these days, um, and it, CDs are kind of on their on their way out. So I figured oh, I'll just do the USB drives and do the fun little eight tracks with them. You know, that's brilliant. That's yeah, no, cool. I thought it was
1: genius, and it, and yet it brings up an interesting conversation about what the hell do you release stuff on? Because we keep releasing stuff on CD because, like you say, when you're playing shows, you have a better chance of people, you know, wanting to actually especially if you're going to have like a meet and greet and you can sign some stuff. It's nice to have someone mm-hmm. to sign, you know, yeah. that kind of thing. But it does bring up an interesting question as to at, at what point do we just, if, you know, just bring your laptop down. I'm going to sign your iPhone or whatever you have, you know, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You yeah. play Digital your music on that. Somehow, yeah,
2: exactly. You know. Yeah. Yeah. And our, is our friend, uh, Randy Cook, who's also Canadian, he played right. on, I think the whole yep. record, right, Derek?
5: He did. Everything except the last track. The last track is kind of a bonus track, and that's one I did years ago with uh, Herman Matthews, who was in Tower Power for a while and great Ooh, drummer. Great drummer. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, Randy. Yeah. So is, he, we we did that two years back.
2: Yeah. I mean, Randy's one of my faves. He's a monster. All right, he's and great. He, Such a pocket. He's, and he's, he's played he's had with everybody. a lot of Canadian stuff that <sighs> everybody. Oh like man, he's, bands he's played we've with a lot of on, a... all the bands that we've had on To Talk or a lot of them. He's been he's played. You know, it's one yeah. yeah. form or another. Yeah, he's and, and a lot of the bands two.
5: that you guys cover in too, he's played in. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. all like
2: all,
0: a ton of them, like eighty yeah. percent of them. He's like, <laughs> yeah. Did he do something for Kim Mitchell? Oh yeah, yeah. I think so. Oh yeah, yeah. definitely played, played on band. Kim Mitchell's
5: in, stuff and Rick Emmett and um, Rick Emmett.
0: Wow. Sass Jordan for a long time oh. and uh, yeah, so many. Bands. See, just well, the right? fact that Glass, you know Felix. Glass Tiger, I think. See the fact that you know this these Canadian names, that just shows you're an honorary Canadian. Yeah, I'm a fan. <laughs> I'm a fan of the Canadian rock. <laughs> yeah. uh this is kind of interesting. Comment from Bravo Bry: Does Derek jump out of airplanes without parachutes? Also, <laughs> without without parachutes?
5: No, but I but I used to do it with parachutes all the time. I used to be a major skydiver really? back in the day. Wow, I was way wow. into it. Yeah, yeah, I used to do all kinds of wild stuff in my younger days. Now I just play music. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Which is wild in itself. Yeah, yeah. we're all thrill junkies. Musicians are thrill junkies. We are. Yeah, yeah, in a way, yeah, I think we are. That one freaks, freaks me out. Though. What's that? I said that You're one freaks out. me out.
2: Yeah, I can barely get. It was all, fun. I, I was way into it now? like barely. <laughs> but to jump out of one that's heavy man how high what's the highest you've ever jumped out of a plane the
5: highest i jumped was probably i think 17500 the standard at the time was like 12500 or 135 those were kind of the standards and it depends on what kind of plane you're in because like when you jump out of sasmus they just take a long time to get to altitude so they don't generally take you up that high like generally 125 but then every now and then we they'd bring special planes into the into the airport where i would jump and um Somewhere faster, so they'd get to altitude faster, so you'd be able to get up, you know, high. And then they'd somewhere you could go up like above twenty, but you would have to have oxygen on the way up. Would you do the jumps where you like connect with other people in midair? Yeah, yeah, like formations and stuff like that. I well, I I got into doing camera because I was taking I was I was in college at the time and I was taking photography classes. So all my photography classes were skydiving. I had I had a helmet camera. This is like before GoPros and all that. So I like had a full on slr like mounted to a helmet with like a <laughs> wow. switch that would run down my sleeve and i'd have the uh the button the switch here and then i had to have a, a special suit they call it a camera suit it's kind of the early version of the wing suit it had little wings on it and so like when you're when you're shooting the formations they go first you go after them and then you can sort of like regulate your fall with your wings so you can just kind of stay right above them and get pictures and video so that's kind of what i was doing like i started doing a little bit of the formation stuff but then i just got more into like shooting them you know crazy kind of cuz like you get to you, you get to crawl out of the door of the plane they have like a like a kind of a long step that goes back towards the tail of the plane in a bar so i would climb out first and i'd make my way to the to the tail of the plane so i'm just like holding onto to the side of the plane
2: wow. you know waiting
5: for them to and they, they kind of get in formation of <laughs> the door and then they <laughs> jump out together and then i jump out after them that it's that's super fun
2: that's the part that I, I don't get. it doesn't seem like you could just open up a door on a plane that's going how fast three four hundred miles an hour like how fast well they, they
5: they they slow down um they sort of cut the power and glide for a bit and so yeah it slows down so it's not like that kind of thing where it like sucks you out like you know really? if you're like in a jet okay. you know um yeah I don't really know like what the speed would be but um yeah, it kind of slows down enough that you can kind of you have a you know good twenty seconds to kind of like get in position before you jump out crazy that's crazy. And so
0: so why did you stop
5: well i stopped in 97 when i moved to la because i really needed to focus on my music career and like building that and skydiving is one of those things that like y- y- you get you hooked die. on it, <laughs>
4: well, yeah. it was that? Yeah, yeah,
5: and then you're you know you're not going to be good in anybody's band you know you're dead. so no i but um then, then you'll always be playing a little flat Hey. <laughs> hey, look <laughs> oh, out. Yeah, room shot. Um thank you, thank you. <laughs> uh no, but um yeah, I I just kind of had to focus on on music and I was and it was like one of those things that's like, you know, after every jump you're thinking about the next jump and it's really addictive and I was just really into it and I was just okay, I need to, you know, I need to just focus on music. Plus like I you know, music gear is expensive and I was like, well, if I sell all my my skydiving rig, I'll have a couple grand and I could, you know, I could get a P bass or an amp, or you know, it's like oh, I was like, oh, oh, "Well, music gear or skydiving gear, right?" Is, now, it, so. is it a
2: gateway drug to like a wings uh, flying? Like probably for a diving? lot of people,
5: but that that didn't exist wings- when I was doing it. That was that was like in its early stages. Like people base jumped, but that whole like um, like wingsuit stuff and proximity flying stuff that wasn't out yet. But man, that is nuts. That is. I followed some people on nuts. Instagram to do that, and it's just man,
3: dude, that's, that is yeah, so that's nuts. Weird. That I don't is, think I would
5: do that.
0: But That's, didn't you say yeah. you tried to do the um, the, other, the, the paragliding or, or – uh, Oh, that? hang gliding. Hang gliding, yeah. I did, yeah. But it made you sick to your stomach it or something? It did, yeah.
5: Yeah, I was like so in, really? – into Yeah, like years after this got everything, I was like, I want to try hang gliding now. And I took some training flights. they do these training flights down on the beach on these sand dunes um, kind of near near LAX. And uh, I did my training flights and decided I was into it. I was like, all right, I'm in. So I bought a hang glider, bought my whole thing, the harness and all that. And then I I did my first training flight off, like, the full mountain. And it just made me so motion sick. Like, first of all, you're driving up this dirt road in a rickety old van to get to the launch site. And by the time I even got to the launch site, I was, like, motion sick. And then once you launch you're constantly circling around trying to catch the thermals that lift you up. And the whole time you're supposed to keep your eyes on the horizon. So your neck is like this the whole time and you're turning in circles Uh. and there's turbulence. Like the thermals like lift you up and you're just like, as your neck is turned. And it's just like, I got, I got down after my first flight. I was just like, man, my body feels terrible. It was just, and I was, Mm -hmm. I was like, yeah, okay. No more hang gliding. (laughs) there's another sign to just uh stick to bass playing
0: yeah let's go back to your (laughs) bass playing because we have we have a question from the audience okay from johnny lang and given it's on vinyl i wonder did he record it as though it was that time as well like no pro tools
5: well it was it was pro tools but it was all analog like we didn't do tape but um i did it with a producer named jim scott who's like legendary Mm. producer engineer um he was the engineer on tom petty's Wildflowers. amongst many, many other things. And I'm a big fan. And he's got a studio in Santa Clarita, California, that's all old school. It's like a playground of vintage instruments. It's an all analog console. Uh, not a whole lot of... Um, th- th- he doesn't use really many plugins at all. It's all just like analog outward gear. And that's how I wanted to do the record. I wanted it to have an old school 70s vibe to it. I knew I wanted to do it on vinyl. And I knew I wanted to do it as a band, like old school, a band playing in a studio together. I didn't want to just like... Pass tracks around and have people record remotely. Um, mm-hmm. It's the way a lot of records are made now. Um, yeah, so we kind of did it. You know, it's we did it kind of as old school as possible. You know, aside from you know doing Pro Tools instead of tape. So uh,
1: in doing that, did you it guys have you know, a very retro? Did you guys have to rehearse? prior to going in
5: or did you kind of like work it up in the studio or how did that work? We, we did rehearse cause I, I wanted it to have a band vibe and it was, you right. know, we did it during the pandemic. So it's not like the thing where we could start doing gigs first and gel as a band or, you know, we still weren't able to play live. So, um, but I wanted it to have a band vibe. So we had four rehearsals. I just, I, I did a bunch of demos for the songs and sent them to everybody and basically just told everybody, Hey, I want you to put your, uh, your stamp on it. You know, I want it, sure, yeah. I want it to be, should we turn this light on by the way? It's like getting a little dusky in here. I uh, I just
0: changed the. Okay. Oh yeah.
5: Okay. Okay. I'm, ever. I'm super white and bright. All right. It's go. a professional organization. <laughs> I mean, <it's- laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. um
5: no, but what was I saying? Um, yeah. So we had, we had a few rehearsals and I just told the band, I'm like, I want you guys to be yourselves in this. I don't want you to wait for me to tell you what to do. I want your ideas. Cause you're all musicians that I know and, and respect. Like we had all played together in a lot of other situations. Sure, I um, know how everybody played, and so yeah, it just very much became a band thing, and so by the time we got into the studio we we pretty much knew what we were doing, basically, you know And then and for Yachty those weeb wants to know what are the names of the albums? Okay, um, cool. yeah, th- my first album is called "Let the Games Begin." That's back in uh, two thousand and nine, and my second album is called 11 Years later," because I released it in 2020 eleven years after there you go wow. um, yeah. Yeah, there, there it is, there it is. Uh, so it's yeah, 11 years later is day. the newest one. Oh, thank you. Oh, thanks. I'm glad you. Glad I was to gonna have it.
0: pictures to show everybody, and that's. But we on the way back from eating today, we saw a bear, so we had to stop inside mm-hmm. side of the road and. Yeah, bear and just ran it. right in front of Corey's car. It was awesome. Wow, oh, big old bear. dash cam didn't
5: quite capture it. Though. Oh We've yeah. Thought oh. about it afterwards, but uh, yeah, big old bear just ran out in front of the car. That's great.
0: Running, he he hurt his paw. He's like going He's on limping. Three,
5: yeah. Oh, really?
1: Oh, poor yeah. guy. Poor yeah. guy. I like that. Bravo, Bravo Bree says. I presume Derek is a lion tamer as well. Derek, <laughs> <probably> the <laughs> first of all of us <laughs> to fly into space. Speaking of flying into space, did you know? Did you guys know that William Shatner is flying into space tomorrow? Really? I saw no that. No way. I saw on that. Jeff Jeff Bezos is. Spaceship is is <laughs> rocket. Yeah, yeah. I like that. We're actually talking about that. Like, that's like not something that's the strangest thing. ever. say. Jeff Bezos just has a spaceship. Yeah.
5: Yeah. I mean, you know, um, if I had $170 billion, I'd probably, you know, buy a spaceship mm-hmm. too. Have somebody right make right me one. That's awesome. Exactly. I mean, yeah. Who better to, who better to take up there than,
0: than captain Kirk, you know? Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's cool. That's awesome. Well, I think it's your birthday today. So I think you got lots of celebrating to do. I you guys going to like yeah. hey, just
2: drop some mushrooms or something? What are you guys going
0: to do?
5: Today? <laughs> <laughs> what else do you do? I don't know. This is a celebration. Get to hang with the Tukers. Yep. There you go. go yeah, that's yes, you guys. Well, we, we looked yep. at your list of, of wants
1: for your birthday, and we just worked all the way down to this.
0: <laughs> right on. So we want to thank Derek for being on the show today. Thanks for having me on his birthday go uh, now go watch uh, his performance with kelly on youtube it's already up oh yeah all right uh definitely mm-hmm. go check out his new album and his album before that got got lots yeah. of listening to do guys thanks for the yeah plug. we're gonna
1: have a, we're gonna have a test on this
5: next week <laughs> yeah <laughs> yes this will be on the test yeah Test is like how many notes are on that album, and the answer—oh, <laughs> just, oh, just all, all of them, basically. All yeah, of them, yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> all several the live stuff over. is
3: good, though, Derek. When you post from Thanks, baked potato gigs, those are cool. So if you go to Derek's Instagram, usually yeah. whatever you you've done, like actually several baked potato gigs in the last little while, which is well, super cool. I've only done I've only done two, um, and i I wanted well, that's book enough. One, but that's good.
5: I'm, I'm yeah. super busy. You know, it's like I, I was trying to book one in September, October, but you know things got slammed with. You know, other other gigs and which is a good thing. So I probably have to out, do my yeah. own gig. It is, yeah. yeah so yeah. I probably won't get back to doing my own gig probably till December, but I will have some more videos to put out. Um I'm gonna be I'm gonna be getting a video from the uh, from the last show we did and be mixing some audio for it soon and, and putting up some more some more vids because uh it's a super fun it's band. And I like,
1: I That's like awesome. That. That's it's great. such a great you band. Know, Very exciting. It's great
3: live. Thanks. Great album and then great live. That's the cool thing, is you can play all that stuff and yes. you know great players you know backing up cool music and it sounds the
2: same because you guys recorded at the same time in a room together at the same time
5: cool cool i mean that's what we were going for we wanted i I didn't want to make an album that i can't duplicate live because i don't want to use tracks or anything like that so you know we didn't we didn't do any like you know overproduction or anything We, we had we had some horns we had actually the vegas um horn section the fat city horns play on it Great. So they're in Vegas. I'm in LA, so I haven't been able to have them on my gigs yet. yet. But um, but yeah, I mean, it's basically the same, the same.
3: You know, live, it's the same band that's on the record. Yeah. Great! You got to sit in with them when they do the Mondays when you're in town. Yeah, uh, I actually did it. Yeah, I,
5: I, I'm sure I will. I actually did one of their live streams because during the pandemic they were doing their show. This is a band called yes. Santa Fe and the Fat City Horns. They play every Monday yes, in Vegas, right. um, the and they were doing a live stream and they they had me come be one of the one of their guests on the live stream. So we did one of the songs from the record that the uh, horn section played on. And
1: that was super they fun. play like and right. they play at the Co- Copa Room out back of Bootlegger on Las Vegas Boulevard. That's
3: yeah. right. Yeah, it's and that's thirty years going for those guys. That band has been around a long time. Been yeah. they around are a serious, long time. Yeah, yeah. Serious. Yeah. It's
5: definitely yeah. the gig. The gig to check out in Vegas. Like whenever I'm there on a Monday and have the night off, I'm always there. It's such a fun hang. Yeah, it
3: really. Every is. other musician in town goes to be healed and you know mm. get inspired. Healed. Yeah. Yep. The healing. Yep. Yeah. Totally. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so Derek, uh, Derek and I and his his lovely wife. And we're going to do some trivia tonight at a local brewery. Oh, and um, we we're talking about that because they had a, a gift certificate because they had won the last time they were in town here, uh, the <laughs> trivia. And I, and it made me think of Utah uh, to getting, getting Todd and Derek in the same room and playing trivia either with each other or against each other. I'd be interested. Oh man, <laughs> oh, yeah. we'll,
5: we'll
0: have to do that I, in Vegas. I'm not,
1: I, I, I'm amazing at the very few things. Like very, it's like a, a small pie chart of what I know. And then there's a giant, huge pie of things I don't know, but yeah. <laughs> oh, of course. But yeah. When it comes to music or films and television and crap like that
5: or comic books. Yeah. I, I know. All exactly. Stuff, but, yeah. For me, it's like but, the music and the comic books question. Yeah. Those are my, uh, I think anything yeah. that's like history or sports, yeah. I can, yeah. make, I can make somewhat educated guesses, and sometimes I get lucky. Exactly. Unless it's been referenced in
1: film, television, or music, I don't know history. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
5: Right. Yeah, <laughs> ex- yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, I think General. I got one question right where, where like the answer was Rhyme of the Ancient Mariner. And the oh, only reason I, I knew it was because of Iron Maiden. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, thank you, Iron Maiden. That's yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, mean, I think probably most of my historical and knowledge of Greek mythology comes from Iron Maiden. <laughs> I think most people, you know, Flight, Flight of Icarus, and you know, right. you know,
1: If they if they want yeah. to, if the, if it would have been prefaced with the fact that you're learning something, we may not have enjoyed it as much. Wait a second. <laughs> I know. You're I'm glad to nobody to told me that. that.
5: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, awesome have there. a very um, have a very happy birthday, Thank you, guys. Thank you guys. Appreciate <laughs> it. Oh, there it is. Yeah. yeah. Iron Maiden, covered instrumentally on the record.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's Derek. Amazing. Come on. That's awesome. Yeah, that's my, yeah <laughs> go check out that album for sure. And we're not Do leaving. It. In fact, the way we're going to go out today is hmm. with Derek saying Experience Regina. <laughs> play the song? I, just, no, you just gotta sing it i'll join him with you because i'm, I'm singing the baseline to, yeah mm-hmm. okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. so thanks everybody for joining us thank you derek it's been fun and thanks everybody in the audience uh thanks for all the questions and uh remember experience Regina. Experience for, for <laughs> Experience
4: for China. China. Experience for China. It's pretty good. Two-clock Tuesday, two blocks. On Two-clock Tuesday. Two-clock, Two-clock Tuesday.